This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation. Welcome to the Bridge Zone, you're at the table with Barry and Mariana. You don't get to hear a lot from us this week. We have got the gatekeeper, Richard Solomon, in talking to Barry and myself, giving you all the goss on the tournament that's happening this Friday, the Babbage Wine New Zealand Wide Pairs. So let's go on and listen to Richard. Welcome, Richard. Just to clear up a couple of things about the tournament that's happening on Friday. That's correct. Thank you for having me, Miriam. And Barry. It's just good to say, is the tournament being held? It's a live tournament in wherever we can hold it, like in uh, all the level two parts of the country. And obviously some parts are level three and we cannot have live tournaments. Therefore, we are running them on real bridge. Give those players in those regions the opportunity of playing in the same event. So this will be the first ever face-to-face online combined tournament. Are you nervous, Richard? Am I nervous? I would be really nervous if I was involved in the scoring, but fortunately <laughs> others do it. <laughs> and it's a real bridge seems to work like clockwork. And I'm assured by the scores of the New Zealand wide pairs that it will run smoothly. Clubs will have their instructions and yes, it'll be just like any other session. And we get the results out of this event within less than 24 hours of the conclusion, about 12 hours, they claim normally. Assuming we get all the uh, the heats come in, it takes a very short time to get the final results. This year, we've got less clubs taking part, inevitably, because of COVID. In some respects, the results will be quicker. We've got just over 40 clubs playing live. And in level three, we have five clubs, three in the Auckland area, Auckland, Mount Albert and Howick. Two in the Waikato area, Hamilton and Cambridge. Yeah, there's still a decent number of clubs and there'll be a decent number of players taking part. How would that compare to previous years, Richard? What sort of numbers of clubs have we had? Well, I've been running this event for 22 years and it's normally been 50 plus. Last year we had 57. We've been slightly over 60 two or three times. So we're mid to late 40s this time, which is under the circumstances is pretty good. And of course, one thing that the players all get at the end of the session, they get a booklet the 28 hands, there's 24 which are definitely played at all clubs, and they're the ones that count, but there's 28 in total to cover clubs who have odd movements where they play a couple more which don't actually count in the overall scoring. But the booklet covers a page on each hand so players can read it about it. Players at clubs will be given a booklet, but we're going to post the booklet online so that those play at the Real Bridge Heats and anyone else, of course, can have a look after the event. I was going to ask if Richard was going to be knocking on my door sometime between 11 o'clock and midnight to deliver me the book, Mariana. Well, that's right. (laughs) I thought it would be a courier nightmare trying to get these books around. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, we'll deliver it to every player who plays <laughs> online, Barry. No, um, unfortunately, that's the only way we can do it. Um, that's fine. I don't think they need to cross the border anyway, Richard, to deliver those books. That's probably not considered an essential service. Uh, well, <laughs> for bridge players, it may be an essential service. <laughs> now, it seems like there are some players in the Waikato that actually communicate and even play bridge sometimes with people from Auckland. Now, I see somewhere that you weren't allowed to play with a player from another region. Is that Uh, the case? No, we're actually going to allow level three players to play online, whether they're in Auckland or Waikato, so they can play together. But if you live, it's not where your club is, if you live in a level two area, we're really trying to help promote the clubs and we would like the people to play at the club. So we're not allowing people from level two areas to play in this one event with level three players online. So they have to go to their local clubs to play. But level three players, whether you're in the Waikato area or in Auckland, you can actually choose which of the five events you play in. So Richard, if you lived on the west coast of the South Island, for instance, I don't know whether there's any heat well, it's a slightly delicate question at the moment because we do have definitely one at Greymouth. And oh, sorry. We are still hoping that Westport actually do have one, though they originally cancelled. So I, that's why I can't be 100% sure. Oh, I was going to ask if you lived a long way from your nearest face-to-face seat, there's no chance for those people to sit in their lounge and play online. The situation would be the same as if there was no COVID, just for now, in that if there was no COVID, those people would not be able to play if they couldn't go to a club. That is what we, in the situation we are sticking to for this year. The Real Bridge online has come quite suddenly and rules around online bridge, at the same time protecting our own club bridge, have still got to be mapped out by New Zealand Bridge. So we're not going any further with online bridge for this event and that we're just allowing it for those in level three all right the big question is how much does it cost for us to play in the babbage wine Uh, let's just say this is not just a fun event for people we hope it is a fun event for people the event raises money for new zealand bridge foundation which supports not just youth bridge it supports clubs international bridge all aspects of bridge in new zealand and so it's raising money for that It raises $10 per player. That's what New Zealand Bridge Foundation actually charges the clubs for every player who takes part. So that's what you as a player will be paying. Clubs have some additional costs, which they may choose to recover, especially the real bridge clubs, charges for real bridge, face-to-face clubs have charges too. Therefore, what you pay depends on your local club and I can't say exactly what it will be but it's it won't be less than ten dollars but it shouldn't be much more. Babbage of course are the sponsor and they have offered a nice discount for bridge players which is available through the booklet that you will get after the event. A nice discount with some Babbage wines. The prizes are Babbage wines, not just prizes for the first five pairs but we have the top two restricted pairs, the top two basically intermediates and juniors. And for the first time, we'll giving a couple of prizes for novice pairs as well, the top pairs there. And Riyama, if you um, don't have such a good night, there's a prize for the nearest 50%. So there's plenty of bottles of wine up for grabs for this event. Sounds good. <laughs> Nevich Wine's upping the ante a bit, giving those extra prizes out for the novice pairs this year. We want to encourage our less experienced players as well. 
Very good. We've got you there, Richard. The Interpees coming up as well, talking about online bridge preparations all going okay for that? Oh, we think so, yes. Been a little bit thrust on us at the last minute. We've allowed teams to have three pairs instead of two because online a little bit more strenuous, especially as the 72 boards per day for some. So it's three pairs, which is what you'd be used to have in the interprovincials. You need only have two, but you can have three. We're hoping that there will be a youth event as well, which involves four regions, but that still just has to be confirmed at this point. I hope it all goes well and there's no disasters happen on Real Bridge on Friday. I'm sure there won't be. Real Bridge seems to do a great job. It seems to be going really well. I think those that have tried it are enjoying the experience. Speaking of that, there's a lot of players that sort of don't want to play online bridge or they refuse to play. I mean, I think Real Bridge is a step up from other online bridge. I really do. I don't want to say anything about the other forms, but for those that give it a go, I really do think it's worth a try. You get to see everybody at the table, chat with them. It's a good experience. It is. I think if people are a little hesitant, then you should at least try it once to see how you feel about it once you have that experience. It's not as daunting or frightening as a lot of people think, and it's almost like being at the bridge table with three other people and that's what we all enjoy Uh, there's a social side to it and the playing is just pretty much like as we are used to so i'd encourage players who are hesitant to give it a go and and it may not appeal to everyone but i think a lot will find it's not as frightening as first appearance and a lot more enjoyable so maybe you're going to give it a go maybe friday's the day friday night if you're in auckland or waikato you're not able to go to a club you can sit in your lounge with a glass of Babbage wine, maybe, and um, <laughs> play away. <laughs> It'll help you on board 24, if not on the others, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of people playing sessions on Real Bridge, you know, I think Richard's probably played 764 sessions by now, so he's well-versed on it. He's a good person to ask. Well, I'm not exactly a computer whiz either, and so I've had to do my struggling with a real bridge. And even though my partner might not agree, I'm just about there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've got it wrong with that number if you're going to try it, Richard. I think you have to try it twice. First time, get on there and get familiar with it. And the second time, you'll find it wasn't that bad. The experience definitely improves on try two. Like good wine, Mariama, with age. (laughs) (laughs) True. Who's written the book, Richard? Is those your comments or have you had an expert help you? Or Not that you're not an expert. <laughs> As it says in the book, the comments are mine. I always have one expert to make sure I'm talking more or less good sense. Are we allowed to know who the expert is? You are, because his name is mentioned in the book. It's Andy Braceweight, who some listeners may know. That's good. Andy is a very good analyst and um, keeps me uh, talking common sense, I hope. He wouldn't hesitate to tell Richard he'd said the wrong thing. <laughs> I've got a quick question. We were talking about scoring, and I know face-to-face and real oh, yes. Are the people on oh. Real Bridge going to get their results before the ones face-to-face? The program potentially could create them a lot quicker on Real Bridge. Would that be right? It can only give the results for the heat. Yep. You can't give the overall results. That's right. such. Yep. One thing that perhaps I, sh- I should mention that people does confuse people from time to time is that when we score one heat and you get your percentage, and your percentage changes for, with the across-the-field scores come out. And that is because sometimes what appears to be a complete top in your own section 
is only an average across the field. Like two hearts making three is 140. And that might have been a complete top in a small field. But when you scored over seven, eight hundred pairs, it becomes average. Whereas when Barry goes for minus 2,000 on one board, which I'm sure wouldn't happen, so that could be a complete bottom, should we say, throughout the whole country and stays a bottom. So your scores go up and down depending on how clear a top or how clear a bottom a particular score is. Your minus 2,000 might be exceptional. Would it be fair to say, do you think, Richard, from what I've seen in the past, it's actually pretty hard to get a zero in the Babbitt Wines New Zealand wide pairs. It's just, you know, no matter how crazy you've been, there is somebody in Timaru or somewhere that's done something even crazier. Oh, Barry, we will get some comments from Timaru now with a comment like that. (laughs) (laughs) Should we put it the other way around and say it's really, really hard to score a complete top? Oh, okay. (laughs) For the same reason. Your scores generally go down a little bit. Some people's go up. Generally, they go down when they score across the field. If I get a complete top, Mariana, he owes me a bottle of wine. Not Babbage, Richard. <laughs> I'll look for your score, Barry. <laughs> You're probably pretty safe. <laughs> I don't know. I think I am talking to a past winner, aren't I? I How many years ago was that, Barry? I think we've won it a couple of times, actually, but they were a long way apart. Actually, I think I must have just come to Hamilton when you won that. Maybe 2017, would that sound right? I think that's about right, Miriam. I can check it out. I'm fairly sure he did win then. I'm I'm not sure he won earlier, but... I arrived in Hamilton in 2016, and I don't think I played Babbage then. I think the next year, potentially, you won. So it's either 16 or 17. Hey, but Babbage is one week later, isn't it? Because normally, isn't it around Halloween? Yes, the vagaries of the calendar. We made it a little later this year. I'm not really sure why that was. It's normally either the last Friday in in October or the first Friday in November, but this time it's a week later. I always remember going to the bridge club wearing pointy hats and witches' capes and having those yucky-type sort of suppers. You know, they they look yucky. (laughs) They're yummy, but they look terrible. Well, I... I'll have to take issue with that, Mariana, because at the Franklin Bridge Club, which is where I've been for just about every year that this event has taken place, we have lovely bring-your-own-dinners. Everyone brings a plate. The suppers were in the Halloween thing, yucky-looking, yummy to eat. We we skipped the Halloween at Franklin. We just had nice food. (laughs) I think just because it's a week later doesn't mean there won't be any firework on Friday. (laughs) True. true. Yeah. The fireworks were all in Tiawa last night, actually. There were lots. It was lovely. So this year you'll be celebrating the Babbage in Tiawa, Richard? I'm going to Matamata. Um, Tiawa not running a heat, but Matamata are, and there will be a number of Tiawa players there, I'm sure. I'm the official director, in case anyone wants thinks that I can go and play, because I wrote up the hands. I think I would should score quite well um, if I played, <laughs> so they won't, <laughs> they won't let me play in there. It's the only event during the year that I direct. I didn't know that was one of his many talents, Mariana. There you go. Well, you because it's only director? once a year, you can understand that it's not a great talent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, if anybody's looking for a director, maybe they could give Richard a call. We could get him another job. What do you think, Mariana? Yeah, we'll just add it to the pile, won't we, Richard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be low down the list. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, any last thoughts, words, Richard? No, just I uh, hope everyone enjoys the event, whether you're playing live 
or online. Thanks for coming on, Richard, and all the best for Friday. Get your gumboots on. We're going down to the pond. Manamana. 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 What's this? It's Kermit's Bridge Tips with Pam Livingston. Good morning, Kermit. Hey there. How's the necky? It is beautiful and it's hot and that's really annoying me because yesterday <laughs> I hurt my back and I'm not allowed to go outside and do anything. <laughs> no, it is lovely to see the sunshine, isn't it? What have you got for us this week, Kermit? I'm sort of thinking there's something good coming up this week that I want to hear about. Oh, you may or may not be able to relate to this, Barry, but... I think just about every bridge player can relate to this. My tip this week is got an arch nemesis, then choose to play them. I don't know. There's some always someone, like whether it's at your club or a tournament play, that you just have a little string of bad results against. And you start getting a bit gun-shy of playing this person or this pair. What I say to you is, Choose to play them. The more you play them, the sooner you'll be over your bad run. And for me personally, if I'm playing a team's event and I have a bad result against a pair, you know, like when you're playing like the semi-final and there's four sets and there's choices of pairs to play, if I have happen to have a bad set against the pair, I like to go straight back in against them. And uh, (laughs) the reason for that is, one, I'm probably bonkers, Two, I don't want them to think that they've sort of got the better of me. And three, if someone has a good set against you, sometimes they can get a bit complacent at their peril. So what I'm saying to you is, bridge players, we like challenges. Obviously, we're used to meeting challenges, or else we wouldn't be playing bridge at all. If you've got someone that is your arch nemesis, I'd say get in there and play them as soon as possible. What do you guys think? What she's saying here is get over it and have nap. That's what she's saying. Build a bridge, in fact. <laughs> I could imagine someone getting a good set off you and feeling pretty chuffed when you go and sit back down at their table again. You think they might feel just a little bit too comfortable, Mariana? I think so. Try and do it again, people. That's the challenge, isn't it? You know, when you have to play someone you've had a bad set against, don't feel all, I don't know, humbled and inside yourself. Shoulders back, sit at the table, do your stuff. I'm doing the shift to mission thing for Waikato Bays, and one of the questions that you ask your peers is, is there anybody that you, A, don't like playing against, or B, do like playing against? You think I shouldn't ask that question? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, which team are you on? Sorry? You want my advice on how to best get the results? Here? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, Barry. <laughs> okay, if that's the case, then I'm going for number one, Pam. Ooh. Number one? Yeah. That was the one that when you said you might be bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, fair call. Fair call. Anyway, speaking of bonkers, I had the most bonkers head I've had for many moons the other day. So I quite like playing the robot challenges on VBO. You can just have just declare. So 
the robots bid the hand and you have to play it and your score is compared just against the robot playing the hand. So I like to see how I can do against the robot. And I don't think I've ever, ever been so gobsmacked and disappointed by a dummy in all my life. So the auction went, remember this is not me bidding, I had to just play the hand. The hen that was dummy started off one club and we got a double and my hen bid one heart and the other hen bid three clubs, pass, three no trumps. So I was the clearer in three no trumps against the robots. And I eagerly waited with anticipation to see what dummy I would get. And I've never seen anything like it. They had a good hand? Oh, they had a fantastic hand. That's good. I got a four of spades lead and the singleton king of spades came in dummy along with 12 clubs missing the six. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I didn't know I had the six. <laughs> did the king of spades hold it trick one? No, it did not. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so although I had 12 tricks in dummy and two aces in my head, that's 14, I went five off. <laughs> Oh, oh please. Nobody led a club for you at any point, I'm guessing. No, they didn't get in and switch to a club. Person with the six of clubs didn't think. <laughs> I suppose they would. No. <laughs> Although there was a robot, you never know. I don't think even a robot would do that, but it just right. is so interesting that, you know, I wonder what the algorithm's like so that it can't cater for that length of suit because there is not a human player from beginner to any level, that would play that contract in three in no three trumps. No trumps. Mm. I'm interested that his rebid was a jump to three clubs when he only had 13 points. I know, it's only 13 points <laughs> and they jumped a bit in. <laughs> and when so, you bid three no trumps, they thought, well, that's going to be your problem then. You can play it. Well, the good news is my opponent, the robot, had the same option. They went five <laughs> off as well. Swish. You must have played it well then. I did. <laughs> That's a hand. Anyway, I don't think I'll see, ever see one of those again. And how disappointing when it did happen. <laughs> yeah. I bet you had your heart in your mouth that that King of Spades was going to hold. <laughs> it did cross my mind, but, it, but as it was the other hand that had doubled one club, I didn't really oh, hold yeah. out much hope. <laughs> Odds against. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so this week's tip, your arch nemesis. Get in there and break the I think you're right. I think everybody has somebody, and it's not necessarily, you know, even a particularly good player that for some reason just keeps on getting these good results against. It is infuriating, isn't it? But it can't last forever, can no. it? Thank you, Pam. Catch Kermit next week for another tip. See you. Phenomena. Coming up next, we're heading off to the courthouse. Director, please. How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Good morning and welcome to another session with Judge Julie. And today we're probably more on the comical side of questions. Judge, so prepare yourself. You might think this is a bit frivolous, Julie. The question I got asked was, you know, when you're online bridge and you call the director and they appear up on the little corner of your screen there, the question is, are they always wearing pants, Julie? <laughs> 
same could apply to the players, actually. In this case, yes, absolutely. Some of you will have noticed, well, probably not when he's directing so much because he disappears off the screen from your point of view. But when we're playing and when you're directing, because you never quite know what's going to happen, absolutely, we are attired with normal clothing. Whether it would be the clothing you'd see when we were at the club might be a slightly different story. Absolutely. So you have your nice and frillies on top and potentially nice and frillies down below. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, pyjama pants with a nice shirt works for online, as long as you remember that. When you're standing up to walk out the door, that's <laughs> what my people see. There are certainly things about being dressed reasonably appropriately because you just don't know when you're going to forget. Okay. It's just occurred to me, although you might be able to say that about the directors, you probably can't vouch for all the players because, let's face it, we only see their top halves as well, don't we? And it's also possibly a timely reminder that when we were on BBO and you were muttering under your breath, your partner could not see nor hear you, nor your opponents. But with Real Bridge, they definitely can. I always thought that Kermit's comment, you know, her comment about the one of the benefits of online bridge was that nobody can hear you scream. That yeah. Fly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. If they rewrite the rule book, they'll have to um, take all that into consideration. Probably they will. Yes, Mariana, <laughs> you had another question. You're looking forward to step two? Day 84 today, so... <laughs> mm. Frivolous is probably manic as much as anything else. Being able to go to a shop to buy things. I will imagine that tomorrow the traffic will be pretty amazing in Auckland. (laughs) I heard on the news last night that one of the things that they were asking everybody up there once they're going to hit all the retail shops is something that we've always said in relation to Bridge and being at the table. They're asking people to be kind. Be kind to your fellow shoppers, and that's what we do at Bridge. Be kind to your fellow Bridge people. Yeah. You just let us know how many people you spotted that weren't being kind, and I bet you you need more than your fingers and toes. Yes, well, as much as I'd like to go out and look for stuff, I'm wondering how busy it is actually going to be. It's obvious that you're just not a click-and-collect sort of girl, Julie. I did it before the last lockdown once and then I couldn't be bothered organising it and I am definitely doing grocery shopping that way now. I haven't hit the shops at all just yet. The only shopping I was doing during COVID was I was visiting Northcare Pharmacy. There's the plug for you, Ben. He was giving me all the meds for my husband. (laughs) Thank you, Julie. That's um, enlightening about the attire of our directors. That will probably make a lot of people feel a lot more comfortable knowing. Yeah, so I would recommend that when the director comes and makes a ruling, don't say please stand up and twirl because you might not (laughs) quite get the fashion statement you want. Can I slip (laughs) one more question in, please? What changes, if possible, are going to happen with the Auckland Bridge Club now that you're at step two? None. We're all online and we can't go back to not being online for a while yet. The end of the year is approaching rapidly. I know that we're talking about continuing to run online, having an online presence. I don't know what the system of traffic lights and everything actually mean for the club. So there's probably a lot of work that's going to have to happen between now and next year. 
about the way this is done. Now, we're not a public club. There are some things that are different when you're public or private. On the other hand, there are some things that you need to take into consideration. So who knows? So we'll still be able to enjoy being an online membership, play Real Bridge. Yeah, they will be continuing with it. How they will continue probably will be very dependent on exactly what happens as we move forward through the next few months. Certainly at the moment, we've got a reasonable number of people that are volunteering to help to help with directing. We're well supported by all our members plus everybody around the country. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for that. Okay, you all have a good day. And there goes another week on the Bridge Zone. Catch up with Barry and myself next week. Have a good one. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.